I first battled the bombers on planet Zebes. It was there that I foiled the plans of the space pirate radio DJ, Mother Bomber, to use the creatures to attack galactic civilization. This is Bombers. Spiegel and Piddle, Spiegel and Zyber, Spiegel and Deg and everyone. Taco Bell gets rid of everything good, those jerks. Hey everyone, this is Bombers. Hello everyone, welcome to Bombers, what is probably going to be, I assume, the Metroid... Uh, Metro... Metroid? Metro? Why does that word sound weird to me? Because it is weird. Okay. The Metroid episode, I guess, is what we have randomly decided on two minutes slash two seconds before we started recording. So look forward to that. Zyber's got a lot of Metroidness to talk about. Uh, me, I didn't do much, so I'm basically just here because you guys love my voice. Uh, unfortunately, we have no Spiegel this week for reasons that I don't understand. I think he may have had all of his life energy sucked away by a Metroid. That could be it. You know, I feel like every episode of the two of us is mostly just me getting to talk a ton. Well, that's because you don't talk on any of the other ones, so we we need to, like, get your voice in there somehow. I see. You know, you gotta you gotta carry your bomber's weight and fill up airtime. I do like carrying my weight. It helps me lose weight. Yeah, that's how that works. Uh, before we get into the meat and bones of it, Cyber, we've been skipping it a lot le- recently, but can we do Bombtastic News for real for once? Yeah, I mean, have we not been doing it for real? I don't know. Z- uh, Z- Ziegles? I- oh, man, I am having a day with words. Uh, Spiegel wanted to skip it on the last episode, and I just I did not uh, like that. So let's do it. Uh, he keeps skipping it because I'm not here to do it for him. So let's go. Um, Bombtastic News, where we talk to you about Bombtastic News. Slightly different from when we talk to you normally on the show. Yeah. So anyways, if you enjoy uh, <laughs> listening to us, uh, feel free to join our Discord. Link in the dis- description below <laughs> where all... you can talk to us and not hear our voices, but you can read our text. And isn't that just about the same thing? In the way we've been going today, yes, it's honestly probably better, let's be honest. Yeah, if I make mistakes, I can edit it in the text. (laughs) Yep. Um, Otherwise, you can also follow us on Twitter to get our notifications. Uh, Handle is uh, thisisbombers. You can email us some questions that we can answer on the Palmcast. Jeez. (laughs) Palmcast. Pomegranate cast? (laughs) Yes. What is happening today? (laughs) That's a good question. You should go email it to at thisisbombers at gmail.com and we will answer that question. (laughs) You can also (laughs) listen or watch us play video games usually on Twitch. This is Bombers, obviously. Uh, Dig usually has a schedule of things going on. Mondays and Fridays, we like to do community days. Wednesdays, Dig plays whatever he feels like playing. Saturday, he does Dolores. Sunday, he does Bombdu Valley with friends. Yep. Fun. Super fun. If you feel like paying us to do all this weird stuff, uh, you can go to our Patreon, This is Bombers, and give us money. You can unlock the uh, proper English-speaking version of the podcast. Uh, I don't think anyone wants that. I don't think it exists. It doesn't exist. Um, And speaking of the Patreon, let's take a brief moment to say thank you to friends of the show, Himaru and... Haley and best friend of the show, Rob, thank you so much for being our friends and giving us money to talk at you. You're awesome. Yeah. Everyone who's not our friend, y'all suck. Yep. That's the rules. But if you want us to like you, throw money at us. Yep. That's that, the, that's that the ends, rules. <laughs> that ends our bombastic news. Now to regular news. Gasp. What? What's... What's the regular news, Zyber? It looks like we got some game releases coming out in the next week. Uh, first of all, I forgot to put the dates of them. <laughs> oh, boy. What That's is- fine. I still have the document up. So we got Hitman 3 coming out on January 20th. And it's coming out on Windows, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Stadia, and Nintendo Switch. Hitman 3. I feel like they did that already. Yeah, I'm. I'm still very confused by them numbering them when they already numbered them why 
it's like uh you know star wars battlefront and star wars battlefront 2 and star wars battlefront and star wars battlefront 2 yeah but like at least when people talk about those games i can just assume that they're talking about the good ones which are of course the older ones yeah that aren't tarnished by ea's evil touch speaking of let's here's a segue for you did you see that uh lucas film what is it it's called lucas film games it's no longer lucas arts or lucas games it's lucas film games makes sense yeah sure is making star wars games and ea has lost their star wars license exclusivity so that's really exciting they announced that there is some form of open world style star wars game that is being uh, developed by Ubisoft. Yeah, and there's another Star Wars game, I forget, that's being developed by a different company. It's great information. Good good journalism. Thanks, Cyber. Hey, I just listen. I don't memorize. And there is a Indiana Jones game as well uh, that is being made by Bethesda. So that'll be fun. Indiana Jones games in general have been kind of really hit or miss so i hope that this is one of the hits and uh not one of the misses i think that's really nice that uh, i'm assuming disney is allowing all these companies to just make games if they want to or whatever you know like insomniac made a spider-man game um something i don't know if square enix developed it or if they just published it a crappy avengers game but it still is an avengers game yeah. It's not it's not all just tucked behind one company, especially not a Disney game company or something. Yeah, I, recently Disney actually has been doing pretty good with their licensing. It's weird for Disney, but here we are. This is the world we're living in. Maybe they're worried about being called a monopoly if they don't. Yeah, no, sure. Disney's worried about being called a monopoly. The one entity that controls what the U.S. government decides is a monopoly or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what if there was actually a bunch of people being like, wait a second, instead of only a few people being like that so far? Yeah, what if? I, the real important takeaway here is uh, let's keep an eye on the future for actual good Star Wars games, not in the stranglehold of a terrible, terrible company like EA. Instead, yep. instead in the stranglehold of a terrible, terrible company like Disney. So back to games yeah. coming out next week. <laughs> Thank you. We have Ride 4 coming out on January 21st, just a day after Hitman 3, and it is coming out on the PS5 and Xbox Series X. See, now and you... it is like a motorcycle riding game or racing game, yeah. Moto- motorcycle or motocross or... Motorcycle. Ugh. Excuse me. I like that you have here in our document, you have PSS5 for Ride 4's release. PlayStation Super 5. Uh, PlayStation Switch 5. PlayStation, PlayStation Strikers 5. Alright, I would play it. Is that anything like uh, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale? Pesaber, yeah. Pesaber? Pesaber. Oh, that's where your name came from, I get it now. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is sad that that company like made Pesaber and then they got canceled and that was it. Yep. It's like, yep. good job, PlayStation or Sony. I mean, that game was fine. It was fine. It was not good. It was at least playable, technically. Honestly, that's not saying much. Yeah, yeah I mean, I kind of... I let, for it being a mascot fighter, which let's be honest, that's just Smash Brothers. Is there is, is has completely wiped that entire genre. Uh, uh, but for it being a mascot fighter, like it wasn't too bad. I liked I liked its take on the whole uh, damage percentage leading to KOs as opposed to the Smash Brothers take of damage percentage making it easier to get KOs. Type I of, think it, I don't think I said I, that right. I mean, I think it would be better if it was both, though. Yeah, like it just seems ridiculous that you have to rely on getting the KO attack thingies to actually KO anyone. 
Yeah, I mean, the idea was there. I feel like had they been able to make more games, they could have refined it and had a slightly more enjoyable combat system going. But that said, it was kind of fun. Some of the characters that they are included were interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there were some characters I'm like, oh, I didn't know they existed, which is great because it's just like Smash Bros. They added characters like that. It's like, oh, we should go back in time and look at those games. Yeah, Except I think... that PlayStation didn't really have that as an easy option. Yeah, I think the biggest issue is that Sony or PlayStation or whatever brand you want to call it, because it was PlayStation but not all Sony games. I don't know, whatever. They A lot of their games are not really mascot based like they don't have like a this is the face of killzone okay tell me any character from killzone other than the dude with the mask on the cover of the box art nobody knows yeah that's not a mascot they had ratching and they had um parappa the rapper and fat princess big daddy which Wait, was it Big Daddy? It was it? Big Daddy, yeah. yeah I, that, I like that, I like that, that one was <laughs> like that fat princess. You know, that's that's a relevant series these days. I mean, it was back then. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it, it was a PSP thing, and that was like back when PSP was actually you know alive still. It was uh, a PS3 game, you know. <laughs> I mean, it was, but that kind of like loops around to my entire point about building a mascot fighter when you don't really have they referenced ape escape and i was happy they did but they don't they, they didn't have like fully built up recognizable mascot in like what do they have ratchet and clank and um jack and daxter <laughs> like that's what I you mean, got they, yeah they could have had sly cooper i don't know why they didn't or maybe Second yeah. Punch just didn't want to give him Sly Cooper. Yeah. And then, of course, Crash and Spyro were taken lo- long ago from them. Yep. Whereas Nintendo has just such a huge library of mascotable characters. I still think it was hilarious that Brawl had Solid Snake and then Bizhaber had um, Ra- Raiden? Raiden. Raiden. Yeah. Yep. I'm still thinking, like, there's still a couple more uh, character pack releases for Ultimate, aren't there? Yeah, there's four, I believe, because we've done two of the six. Is that what it is? I couldn't remember what the number was. I I didn't know how many we had done. I didn't know how many were coming. I yeah, have not cause... been in the Smash scene for so long. I just kind of honestly haven't been paying attention. Because there was technically six Smash Fighters before the second pack, but, like... The prop plant was not included in the first pack. Right. So the second pack is is six new people. Right. But I'm curious to see who else they're going to get. Because some of the some of the some of the gets have been very interesting. Specifically, like (laughs) Minecraft, the the Minecraft characters are, are the one that is really opening up some interesting possibilities if Microsoft is w- still right. willing to, you know, play ball. Okay, yeah, so it should have been Min Min, Steve, and Seth Ross, and there should be three more people left. Right. Okay. Yeah, like, after Steve and stuff, I mean, even before Steve, I'm just like, they basically fit the characters I assumed they would add, so I don't really know what else they'd add. I was really happy with Seth Ross, though. Yeah, that one is pretty cool. So I guess they could try to go with more villains, possibly. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's an, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens as as time goes. But it's definitely a thing to keep an eye on. Speaking of mascot fighters, and none of this has anything to do with the upcoming game releases this week. So. No, I mean, unless you want Hitman to be included in a motorcycle race, that'd probably be sweet. Yeah, actually, I would like Hitman riding a motorcycle to be the next character in Smash. Nintendo, make it happen. Do it, yeah. Somebody give me Sakurai's phone number. I tell him I've got a killer idea. Just imagining Hitman and Smash, he's like throwing briefcases and shooting guns. He just what? Ooh, what if you had some type of character that was like Hitman or sort of like Kirby, where you in the middle of the game were 
copying or posing as other characters. I don't know. That was a bad idea. It was cool in my head, and then I started saying it out loud. Okay. <laughs> I still think it would be cool if they had, like, a Onion Knight who could be a bunch of different job classes or something, you know? Oh, that would, that would be interesting. Like, sort of along the lines of, like, Shulk having his different forms. Yeah. But on the other hand, I am happy with Byleth just because he finally does add like everything except for magic from the Fire Emblem games. Yeah, fair enough. It's like that's that's just something I'm like. Let's like let's just have more than just the sword fighting characters, or whatever from the series that has a bunch of things. Yeah, we're can we be done with sword clone characters now because they're boring. Yeah, except Sephiroth, he's cool. At least he has. Like the um, materia attacks and stuff, and and has like different takes on it because he's got the giant, um, whatever his sword's called, mass immune. Yeah, mass immune. So like, yeah. so like that is different from all of the Fire Emblem clones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is our smash talk of the week. Nailed it. Now, speaking of stuff of the week, did you guys talk about Taco Bell at all last week? Uh, I don't know if we did, actually. I mean, we talked about how we talk about fast food a lot, but I don't think we talked about fast food, okay. weirdly enough. I did go to it... Taco Bell. Or, no, I take that back. I tried to go to Taco Bell this week. Oh, no. <laughs> and my local Taco Bell is under construction. Oh, no. So then I went to Arby's instead. That's so sad. I was really honestly depressing. I was all I was all up for it. I drove all the way there and there was no Taco Bell. They had to buy or pay more for food then. Yeah, I mean whatever, Arby's is fine. Yeah, well at Taco Bell they got the nacho fries back, which I mean, I'm not that big of a fan of it, but I know a lot of other people are excited. I'm just happy that they have potatoes back finally. Like yeah, a, I heard that was coming back. I haven't been there while they've had it yet. What a t- well, I mean, nacho fries, fries or potatoes. Oh, well, no, I like I. I thought I heard that they actually are bringing their like potato stuff back. Yeah, apparently they are. Which, and that was a weird dark time where they didn't have potatoes at Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, but something I do like that's new is that they have a loaded nacho taco that's got nacho sauce and the red strips in it. Like you know nach- it's good that there's red strips. Nacho cheese or like, what do you mean by nacho sauce? Nacho cheese, yeah. Just cheese? Yeah, that's good. I mean, yeah, their, their nacho cheese is pretty good. But the red strips, ooh, that's how you know you've got a good item. Yeah. And then they got they got rid of the cheddar, ch- whatever, toasted cheddar chalupa, which is great. I mean, the toasted cheddar chalupa is great. It's devastating they got rid of it. Oh, but- I was <laughs> like, they got rid of it, which is great. <laughs> All right. But now they have a bacon uh, melt or bacon club chalupa, which is also really good, though. You know, it's like how they had the two different uh, nacho ta- tacos, and, like, they're both good. I just wish that we also still had the cheddar one, because then I would just be getting one or the other every week. The Doritos tacos. Yeah, the Dorito tacos, sorry. The, um... Ranch one was definitely better. Like, like objectively, undeniably better. There we go. So, you know. So that's Taco Bell stuff. Yeah, we did it. Um, anything else you do interesting this week? Oh, wait. Minish Recap. Zyber, tell me about tell your Minish Recap. No, don't do that. Ever again, <laughs> actually. <laughs> fine thank you all right well this week has been metroid week but first i had to build a computer just like in metroid it took about a month for my graphics card to arrive because it got stuck at a usps facility for like two or three weeks but it finally arrived yeah it's gonna take like a month or longer for me to get my cpu for my other computer so I had to return it, and now it's just, I don't know, sitting, waiting, processing. Like, the tracking says it's delivered, but I haven't uh, gotten... Jeez. That's weird. 
haven't gotten any notification from Newegg that they've actually received it. And it says, it says seven to ten days for processing. Well, it showed up there a week ago. So what's mm. going on? Give me an update. Yeah, it's like I ordered the Scott Pilgrim physical copy and the limited run uh, website was just all like, uh, yeah, we don't know when it's going to get to you. Sorry. <laughs> you'll get it eventually and you'll like it. So <laughs> yeah, thanks for your that's... money. Goodbye. Yeah, that's fine. Though. I have a lot of other stuff to do. So yeah, I got this cool computer. Uh, my friend came over last Saturday to help build it with me and we turned it on the first try. Oh, Ten- technically, oh. Uh, we forgot to switch the power switch on the back on, but otherwise it turned on for the on the first try. <laughs> that counts. That's first try. Isn't that yeah. the best feeling when it actually works? Oh, yeah. Like, I was pretty concerned. And I'm now a- I got I didn't realize I ordered the RGB RAM. So now I got four colorful RAM chips and my uh, power or the fans are glowy, too. All like all of your regular fans, or just the CPU fan, or just the CPU fan? Would you go for a um, a Ryzen seven? Yeah, nice. That's what I have with the, I assume the exact same RGB fan. Man, yeah. AMD has been killing it with uh, their CPUs recently. Yeah, I've seen like pictures of people with like three fans on their CPU fan thingy. I'm like, man, how do you fit that in a case? I mean, it would fit in my case. My case is huge. My friend has a, a RGB water cooling cooling system. <laughs> nice. But that's mostly because she broke the fan part of it where you can't even like put a new fan on it. <laughs> How? <laughs> that's why she was extra careful working on my computer. Yeah. Well, well, so, wait, no, no. so your friend that broke somehow their fan mount is the one that you trusted to help build your computer. Well, she didn't tell me she broke it until she was working on it. <laughs> Jeez. But sitting this there, fan was... I can, so... I, <laughs> I can picture it now, sitting there, screwing in your fan, being like, yeah, I broke mine, and you're just in the back freaking out. Well, thankfully, my fan doesn't have screws. It had a hook and clip thingy. Uh, it's nice uh, when they actually use that hook and clip, because the one that I got... Uh, had the hook and clip mount in the motherboard built in, and uh-huh. I had I had to unscrew the hook and clip mount in order to screw in the actual CPU fan that came with the CPU, and it was it's just a pain. I hate it. Yeah, so that's why she broke her thing was apparently screws and stuff. So she was very happy with the clip instead. Although we still felt like danger when we were trying to. Uh, pull this bar to the other side to set in place and we're just all like it sounds like it's going to break <laughs> or not sounds it felt like but yeah. it went all right nice yeah so then i was finally able to transfer documents over from my laptops because i have a dock to put hard drives in but i didn't have a machine to store the data in until now and now you so do now I c- so now i can work more on my Kingdom hearts fan fiction please please do not I will. Oh, dear. Yeah. That was really good. I liked that we just spent the last five minutes talking about Metroid like we promised. Yeah. Well, you know, with with my computer, I've been playing Metroid games because I didn't, I didn't feel like getting my Wii U out, although I will have to at some point to play the Prime games in other M. Ooh, maybe don't. <laughs> I'm going to. At, at this point, I played... Um. Almost all the 2D games, I'm on the last one that I haven't played. Well, except for, you know, the Hunters and Pinball and stuff. I'm not counting those. Well, uh, Hunters technically not 2D, so. Yeah, Federation Force is also not 2D, so. Yeah, again, maybe don't. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I played Metroid Zero Mission for the first time. Uh, but first... No, the first I played Super Metroid because it's on the Switch's uh, SNES uh, emulator thingamafigger. The SNES Online? Yeah. It's like one of the few good games on there. Well, now it's got Super Mario Picross. Yeah. And I, I beat the Mario side and then I gave up on the Wario side because I realized that it was boring. <laughs> Fair. 
I, I kept doing Mario because I kept thinking I was close. Like, I got to World 8. I'm like, it can't continue on, can it? it, it oh, can't. now there goes to World 10. World 10 is done. Super World or Special World or whatever. I just want to stop playing. You. <laughs> I, I ran into the same thing. You did not warn me. <laughs> I thought I did, but also... You said it's... it ended at 8. Oh, I do not believe that I did that. Okay, well, it's funnier this way then. <laughs> so anyway, Super Metroid, which is the third game in the series, yep. uh, which is also what I would consider the first good game in the series. Also, uh, yep. Yeah. Because uh, don't, don't bother trying to play Metroid or Metroid 2 on the Game Boy. They just are old and are there to make you feel pain yep. inside and out. Super Metroid is the first one to have um, angled shots and being able to aim downward. And just That's so useful. Just playability. Yeah. Uh, the only issue I had with Super Metroid was I had to look up that there was a dash button, which is probably like was in the original like manual or whatever that came with the game. But yeah, now prob- it's not. Prob- probably. Uh, the thing... For Super Metroid, for me, I tried playing it, and it even Super Metroid, to me, feels dated. And, like, come, trying to play Super Metroid after playing Metroid Fusion. And I get, like, on one, they're, like, kind of different games. Because Metroid Fusion has a lot more direction to it. Whereas Super Metroid is full-on Metroidvania. Go, just play uh-huh. the, fi- figure it out. I don't got time for that anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's why I haven't bothered trying to 100% the games. It's like, I'll I'll try to get the stuff if I see, like, the dot on the map, which the first Metroid doesn't even have. Nope. Sure doesn't. Nope. Yeah, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have time for a full-on Metroidvania. At least give me, like, a, a, a direction to go in. Like, don't, you don't need to handhold me. You don't need to full-on, like... Legend of Zelda, now you have to go here. Why haven't you gone here yet? You're still not over here. Let's not go overboard. But at least like a, hey, up next you should head to to this area. Would, you know, at least give me... It's a thing I don't care for in in retro games anymore. I played Super Metroid for the first time about three years ago, and I remember heavily following a guide. Which was really lame. This time I was just like, I'm going to try not to follow a guide, except for <laughs> to learn how to dash. Um, but, but you had previously played it with a guide, so you would, at least, was it like triggering memories of like, oh yeah, next I should, something like this, maybe? Or were not you like, really, sort of because like, every time I got a new ability or something, it was usually like, a, oh, so this is what was next. You know, unless it was something really obvious because I'm surrounded by things that require a certain thing. And, well, of course, I'm going to get that next then. Um, but otherwise, it was still felt like a new experience. The only thing was I remembered how to deal with most of the bosses and that they existed. <laughs> and I had a vague memory of the areas, but not how to get through the areas. So, the like, the only time I really had an issue of where should I go next was when I was stuck in the, like, Beridia, is it called? The underwater area. That place sucks. Gross. Because all the other places actually are pretty linear. Um, except for the underwater place. It's it's like three giant areas and half of them are completely useless. You can just skip them. Gross. Yeah. Uh, that was one where... Uh, did I actually look up a guide or did I just finally get lucky? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Um, the one time I tried to tried to play Super Metroid was for when we were doing Backlog Busters in Season 1, and I sort of gave up on it immediately, so I don't really have much else to say about Super Metroid personally. <laughs> That's sad. Sad. In general, when playing these Metroid games, I've realized that I've either gotten extremely lucky and that I'll go exactly where I need to go for a new ability or boss, or I'll get super unlucky and get through all the other side rooms first before finally finding it and honestly i kind of prefer the latter because <laughs> otherwise i then have to go back anyway to explore the hallways and get like more missiles and stuff right well it's and a metroidvania so yeah it's always super useful to get more missiles and uh health to get through the bosses 
Next up, after Super Metroid, I went on to Zero Mission, which is a remake of the first Metroid game. But playable. <laughs> yes, desperately needed. Uh, it basically has the exact same controls as Fusion, except just a slightly different UI. I don't recall which one came out first. Uh, Fusion Fusion did. came out first, then Zero oh, Mission. Yep. Okay, yeah. So that makes sense. Uh, the only negativity I have for the gameplay of Zero Mission and Fusion compared to Super Metroid is that there's only a button to aim at a upward angle. There's no button to aim at a downward angle. So the only way to aim downward is to be walking forward while like holding down to shoot. Which means that you're walking towards the enemy that you're trying to shoot, basically. I don't remember that, but uh, you played it more recently than me, so I'll take your word for it. I mean, it's a Game Boy, so it only has, like, four buttons. Well... A, a B, and L, and R. Game Boy Advance. Um, but and Zero Mission added the Zero Suit section at the end of the game as well. Yeah, that was, so it was nice, but I wish that it was at the very end of the game. Uh, like, you, you still got stuff in that part that then allowed you to get items in the original part of the game, and that really annoyed me. Yeah, it's not like end-end, it's it's like quote-unquote last thing to do, but then also there are things to, to collect. Yeah, and I'm just like, well, no, I'd rather have everything collected and then move on to this area, because, you know, it's, it's after you beat the original final boss. Yep. But other than that, it was fun, because at that point it was more of a stealth mission kind of thing, which is had similar components to Metroid Fusion, Yep. which we can, we can move on to, because Metroid Fusion, uh, you lose all of your abilities in a pretty legitimate way unlike metroid 2 where it's just like wait why am i getting all my abilities back <laughs> um because that's how metroid games work zyber don't question it okay we... but like every game except metroid 2 they gave a reason well as to why you, you lost your abilities not every game but no, you know, i guess super metroid doesn't either does it I don't think Super Metroid does, and you haven't played Other M yet, where literally the only reason you don't use your abilities is because someone tells you not to. Okay, I said it gives reason, not it gives good reasons. Uh, <laughs> and in Metroid, so, in Metroid Prime, Prime, you explode. Uh, Metroid Fusion, you also explode. Well... I... You you explode, you get infected by a virus, and the... then they rip your armor off of you, which is actually like grafted onto your body because it's biological partly. The that, infection that thing really the infection thing is slightly more of the reason you lose the abilities than the exploding thing. In 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 prime you just straight up explode. Yeah. I liked I liked the way that it was in done in Prime where like that first section on the space station, you get to you have all of your upgrades, and you and then you explode, and then you're going getting the upgrades back. But you like you already know what you're building up to because you had it in that beginning section. It's like a cool little like impetus yeah, for collecting. It, it's a neat storytelling thing to. It's just like other M. How in the tutorial you you use everything and then you no that game's don't. bad. Shush. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so f fusion, you have new armor because your old armor was infected by a, a parasite, and then you go to a space station that the parasite stuff was on, and oh no, the parasite stuff escaped and is uh, parasiting. Parasiting, yeah. So you got your armor, which is walking around stuff, and like you basically need to get your abilities back in order to even bother trying to fight it. So the computer keeps telling you like, oh. Gotta stay away from that thing. You can't beat it. It'll it, kill you in it, a second. It will murder you. And it does. And it times. sure does. <laughs> so, yeah, it adds on to, like, a stealth kind of thing and also kind of like a horror vibe. Like, well, whenever yeah. you're in a room where the SAX is what they call it, is in, like, it's just, like, no music at all. You hear the thing just walking. It's like, it's like a Terminator, Robocop, it follows, like, it will get you. Run. Yeah, or hide if you can. Sometimes it won't let you. Sometimes you have to in order to continue on. Yeah, I loved that. I, uh, full disclosure, Metroid Fusion is my favorite Metroid game. So, uh, mine too. It was also my first one. Yeah, I I played a bunch of the very first Metroid when I was a child, but I don't think that counts. 
because it was the only one available at the time. <laughs> and also, I was a child. Yeah, so Zero Mission also includes the original Metroid after you beat it, and I tried playing it for a bit, and I'm just like, nope. <laughs> yeah, nope right out of that. It doesn't have a map. You don't you don't get maps in the game until Super Metroid. No, yeah, uh, you're supposed to buy graph paper and make your own map cyber. That's part of the fun of the original old NES games was how you had to do it yourself. Notice the sarcasm. Did give you the map anyway, physically? Notice the sarcasm in my voice when I said that. <laughs> but that's just your regular voice. I'm a very sarcastic person. Is that sarcasm? I don't know. Was it? I'm going to say that last one was not. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, Metroid Fusion, lots of fun. Uh, after that, I went... Um, so I've already played the Nintendo's remake of two, uh, Samus Returns, which is great because the original game is called Metroid 2 Return of Samus. Yep. Return of Samus and Samus Returns. Not at all confusing. Thanks. No. So instead, I, I'm i playing another Metroid 2 remake, which is a fan remake of the game that uh, happened like right before Nintendo announced its own remake. AM2R. Yeah. Pretty, pretty famous fan remake there. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. It uh, follows more the Super Metroid kind of gameplay, although it has uh, control options where you can switch between Super Metroid or Metroid Fusion controls. Interesting. Yeah, like... <clears throat> excuse me. No. It has uh, very good controls. Like, it's just all like, you should use a controller. I go, screw that, I'm using my keyboard, just like the past three or two games. Because that's what um, you were used to at that point. Yeah. But I know it's been several years since I played the Nintendo's remake, but playing this one, I'm just like, I. besides the Metroids, which is the purpose of this game is to go to the Metroid homeworld and uh, commit mass genocide of the Metroids. You do, in fact, wipe out an entire species, so. Uh-huh. So I remember, like, what all the different evolutions of Metroids were, but, like, other than that, I don't recognize anything from this fan game. And, like, I don't know if that's just because they decided to make their own areas, basically, or if it's just that the I didn't recognize the areas as being what they were in the remake or something. Yeah. So we got, like, uh, the Chozo ruins. We got a mining facility, a power generator tower thingy, a, a water purifier. Cause... Pretty great stuff. And also, the music is just banging. <laughs> like, uh, I'll be... I'll I'll just have it on my computer so that whenever I have free time free time while working I'll play it and otherwise I'll just be listening to the music while working. The um, because that was originally a Game Boy game. Yeah, uh, Metroid Two was originally on the Game Boy. No colors, real, really crappy looking. I bought that on the 3DS because I didn't realize what I was buying. <laughs> oh, sorry that you spent money on that. Yeah, I killed like one Metroid and then I got lost. And considering that it's a pretty linear game, it that's just yeah. And how, so you played um, Samus Returns, which was on 3DS. If I yeah, recall. 3DS. That was how, like one of the last 3DS games they yeah, made. It was I pretty late in the cycle. Um, I haven't really heard too much. That I, I don't think it was very well received, though. Is that correct? That it was not uh, superbly great. I I mean, I really liked it. I don't necessarily know what people didn't like about it. I think it's more just that not that many people bought it. Uh, maybe maybe that was it. I just remember it not uh, doing great. Yeah, it's kind of hilarious to me. Uh, so I've been looking at the Metroid subreddit on Reddit because you they have. have people talking about stuff on there and i was looking up something or other about the games and so yeah i saw people being all like oh why don't nintendo just make a new metroid like 2d metroid game and stuff and i'm just like because they already know no one buys them yep and why bother doing that when uh metroid prime 4 is you know in the pipeline mm -hmm. where like I the money all that money it's just gonna flow into nintendo's pocket with that yeah, so, like, I would love a new 2D Metroid game, but, like, I don't necessarily know if they would have any idea what to do with the story. It's like, well, we, would they make it after Fusion? Would they have a pretty decent story going on there? 
they've already done so much Metroid destruction. They can only they can only bring Metroids back so often. I mean, that said, a Metroid Fusion Two would be pretty wicked. Yeah, so that was basically other M. <laughs> well, that game is bad. It's just bad. <laughs> it's just bad. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I really like 2D games more than 3D in general, So, but I know that I'm the minority on that. And it also is interesting to me that like these people are just like, how dare Nintendo not make this old IP a new game? I'm thinking, like, what other software, like, video game companies deal with that kind of backlash of, why haven't you made a new Jack and Daxter game yet, Naughty Dog? Come on! Right. Like, I feel like it's just Nintendo that gets that. Well, and I'll, part of that is kind of the fact that Nintendo has been around long enough to have these old games, you know? But, like, the only reason we have, like, Legend of Zelda, for example, is just because they end up trying out a bunch of new things with it. And so, we, you know, every new game is usually people being like, oh, I hate this compared to the last games. And then eventually we have people that like it just because they are more new to the series or something. So, well, like, that's just like... Metroid and stuff like we don't necessarily want that we don't want them to try out completely new gimmicks and stuff well I mean that clearly is how that's been going look at how well Federation Force did exactly they tried out a new thing and that game did not sell and it is not good yeah it's like it's much better for them just to make a new IP like oh we want to do some kind of fun multiplayer shooter game now we got Splatoon Yep. Imagine if Splatoon was Metroid branded or Star Fox branded or <laughs> Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, we've also seen them try to make Star Fox and no one liked it. So it's just like, well, do we really want them to try again or do we want them to just give up? Yeah, well that's a tough one because like for instance, Star Fox Adventure, which I actually think is a pretty solid game. Is not a Star Fox game. It was originally just a game called Dinosaur Planet, and then they were afraid it wouldn't sell, <laughs> so they slapped the Star Fox brand on it. Yeah. And then, like, Star Fox Zero, I genuinely don't know what Nintendo was thinking with that. Because it's basically just a weird remake of Star Fox 64, which let's talk about the fact that Star Fox 64 is a weird remake of Star Fox. Star Fox. <laughs> Which I played Star Fox and Star Fox 2 also on the SNES online. Yeah. Uh, my only thing is that, like, I'm amazed that they're able to make it. <laughs> yeah, they're really amazing technically, and they're honestly not terrible to play. But if I'm going to play a Star Fox game, it's just going to be Star Fox 64. Yeah, and, and I... that makes sense because Star Fox felt like a tech demo to Star Fox 64. And it's kind of a shame, really, because. You know, Nintendo did such a good job with Star Fox 64 that they're never going to recapture that lightning in a bottle, no matter how much they try. Like, Star Fox Command was not super great. It was weird, but I liked the idea behind it, where it was like a rail shooter that you drew your own rails. That's that's a, that's a cool concept. Wasn't necessarily executed super great, but it's a cool idea. And then Star Fox Zero is just... <sighs> disappointing and we also had star fox 64 3d which is just star fox 64 but with 3d so it's not even worth talking about i know but it's just like you know four of the seven star fox games are basically the same thing yeah and and that's what's crazy to me is that as you said nintendo always likes to try different things except apparently with star fox which they've well, only tried doing a different thing with it technically once which was well, Star Fox Command that didn't do very well, and then arguably Star Fox Adventure, but that wasn't really, again, as I said, not really a Star Fox game. Yeah, although Star Fox 2 is actually completely different. I was really surprised when I turned it on, and it's like, oh, this it's not just a on-rails like, shooter thing. Yeah. Because that's where they got like the, the chicken <laughs> walking around the, robot things you control. Yeah, the... um. The the ground battle part. Yeah. So I'd say, like, if they were to make a new Star Fox game, I'd, I'd say make it more based off of the second one, 
It's like, it, you know, it includes the flying stuff. It can still have missions where you move forward, but then it can also have missions where it's a dogfight in space or running around chicken-like, exploding things. I mean, they did Just that. Just don't it use was, the gamepad. <laughs> it was Star Fox Zero, and it wasn't very good. I mean, I, I wonder, now that you say using the gamepad and all that, like how much... How much of what was bad with Star Fox Zero was the fact that it was on the Wii U? I, I think that's the biggest issue. It's just that it was very hard to control for people with the gamepad. Yeah. Because you, like, know what you I completely were aiming about. accurately with it. There was Star Fox Assault, which was the GameCube one, which I think the main character in that one was Falco, right? I don't I, remember. I don't remember, and I, I I never actually even played it, so... Well, I think that was another good one then, because I thought I remember people talking about like a GameCube one being good. Yeah, I think that I think that one was it had like the on foot segments, if I remember, where you like got out of the R wing and walked around doing like foot battle stuff, which is neat. Hmm. It just turns into a Smash game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? But, that's what that's that's how they'll bring uh, F Zero back. They'll do races, and then in between, they'll uh, turn to a Smash Bros. game where yeah, you fight people you be in the grace. There you go. There's an old uh, Nintendo license that hasn't had a game in a since the GameCube. I think was the last. Yeah. F Zero. Pardon me. Yeah. But yeah, to me, it's just like, well, if Nintendo really doesn't want to make these games, and I say don't do it, because do you really want Nintendo to make games that they don't want to make? I mean, it's Nintendo. If they don't want to do it, they're not going to do it. And if they want to do it, they'll do it. They're, you know, they're yeah, their think, own company. Yeah, and I think that's like one of the good things about it. Like, all these Assassin's Creed games are coming out. Is it because Ubisoft actually really wants to make more Assassin's Creed games? Or is it just that they don't think any new IP is going to sell or something? We've said it before on this show. Nintendo is the company that says, you don't know what you want. We know what you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's why I'm not upset when companies are just like, oh, well, we're just not going to make these games anymore. It's time to move on. Like, sure, I would love some more Jack and Daxter games. Uh, especially because I don't really care much for Uncharted and stuff, but if Naughty Dog wants to go into that territory, have at it. Yeah, it makes you wonder if there's like a small contingent of people at Naughty Dog that look at Jack and Daxter longingly like, oh, I miss that. Or if well, they... we... <laughs> we could always wait until they uh, get sick of Naughty Dog and go make a new company and try to recreate the Jack and Daxter kind of games and then get hated on. Hmm. I feel like this has happened before. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> uh, video Like games. twice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, so what have you been up to? Oh, uh, nothing. Honestly. <laughs> uh, the most interesting thing is that uh, for on a whim... Uh, partially because my sleep schedule has just been terrible. Uh, sometime earlier this week, I sat down and played through the entirety of Halo 4's uh, campaign on normal mode. Fun fun fact. Still better than Halo 5, but not great. Yeah, I'm still waiting for Halo 5 to get on Steam so I can try it. Although it's going to have to be not that high of a price. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're going i mean they're they're definitely going to bring halo 5 over to the pc at some point because microsoft i just uh, remembered do they they don't have co-op campaign do they what in halo 5 didn't they get rid of that or something they don't have like um single campaign (laughs) they don't have single like um couch co-op you have to play online they got they got rid of split screen that's it Ugh. yeah right dumb but i'm wondering with with halo 5 obviously it's eventually coming to the pc are they going to have it be a separate thing or are they going to put it into the master chief like launcher because that's essentially what it is at this point is it's a halo launcher for master chief collection um i'm it would be nice if it was just part of the launcher just have it like a, as a dlc expansion or whatever for the game yeah and it, like they did with Reach, where you paid like five or ten dollars, and you bought, and then you had Reach for the game. 
Yeah, like, I guess the only issue is that, like, what if someone only wants to buy five for some reason? I have no answer to that <laughs> style of conundrum. But, um, do you th- I, I, I would imagine that they would probably not bring Halo 5 to the PC until after Infinite is released. Oh, so we're never going to get it. So, yeah, basically, we have to wait for Infinity before it happens. <laughs> and beyond and beyond and i still i need to clear up some storage on my actual gaming pc before i can install any of the halo games on here so my computer storage is low from all of the video games that i have just get rid of the video games but that defeats the purpose why would i get rid of video games in order to put video games on it think think these things through before you talk cyber that's usually how it works. You're you're not wrong. I beat Sniper Elite 4 finally and deleted it off my hard drive just to free up games for other yeah. space. Wait, scratch that, reverse it. <laughs> it's like on my Switch, I'll get rid of games that like I haven't played in a long time and don't intend on playing so that I make sure if I ever buy a new game, it will just download. Why don't you just buy a very large SD card? Because micro SD cards are still somewhat expensive. They're, they're a lot more cheaper than when the Switch first came out. But yeah. Still there. Still there. I can't even remember what size card I put in my Switch. I think I have 64, maybe? Oh, mine seems small, though. That's That seems wrong. That's like the size, that's barely the size of a game. My Switch is in my room, so I can't check. Yeah, that's eh, not important. Yeah. Well, other than Metroid, I've been having a continuous grind to 100% Crash Bandicoot 4. At this point, I have just one hub world of levels left to get all the boxes without dying a single time in. Uh, well, it took you long enough, you know, now that you, you're finally getting close to 100% on Crash Bandicoot 4. All I have to say is, jeez, It's Iber. about time. It's about time. Well, after that, I still have to do the freaking Time Relic challenges. Well, you know. Once you get around to it, it'll be about time. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's still just (laughs) disappoints me that this game was so good until I got done with the story and actually tried playing it, completing it, (laughs) just playing it normally, not trying too hard to get all the boxes. Just like, oh, man, like the, the controls are solid and it's a lot of fun. But then having to get all the boxes without dying a single freaking time, that's the worst part. Yeah, good luck. stupid. Maybe, you know what I have to say to that? Zyber? Dark Souls. 